po 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 boys. It's the morning. Po. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not the morning. I, hey, look, somebody's sleeping here. You can do whatever. You, I don't know what you got going on over there. You can do whatever. Well, I a lot of there's a lot of shaking and moving going around around here. I got a big right, hashtag moving hashtag shaking. Don't add us or do, but we won't see it because our ads are so crowded. Well, people are actually adding us left and right on yeah. our Twitter account. Um, they are like, oh, what's this? What's this cool tweet about? Oh, that's awesome. Let's add that person yeah, we on Twitter. Have over 57 followers right now. Oh, 57? Over 57. <laughs> and you know what we could do is um, at some point we could beg for followers because people do that a lot. We're like, Oh, help us get the 200 retweets, and then that's how you get those higher numbers. Um, Let me tell you. I don't know what's happening, but I'll see Star Wars Podcasts be like, oh my gosh, our first week. Blah, blah, blah. And then I'll go to their Twitter account, and they'll have so many followers. It's like, it's your, how you have, what do you... What are we doing wrong? Why do they have like so many followers? Well, it's also because I don't understand. There's a disconnect between a lot of these Star Wars podcasts and ours in terms of mm-hmm. access to yeah. Star Wars content. So, like these sure. people, um, basically huddled together in a little internet huts because mm-hmm. they don't know Oscar Isaac. They don't know Big right. Big George. So right. Yeah, and it's like, okay, you have, like, a bunch of followers, but we have, like, over 57. I checked actually over 58 followers. And, I mean, yeah, it's... Oh, we lost one? Big. No, we had one more than I thought. Oh, we I thought it was... Thought. We had 59 over, the last time I checked. Right, we have over... That's right, we have over 58. Yeah, maybe it's 60. Yeah, we... I know, Pete, we have over 58 followers. Could be 59, it could be... 2,000. We have over 58 followers. You understand? (laughs) We have over 58 followers. Let's get some more right now. (laughs) Here, I'm going to send out a tweet. Live tweeting. We are live recording right now. Yeah, throw in the hashtag SDCC for sure. S... DCC. Big. And throw in that hashtag Project Luminous. Big, big news. Yeah. On Project Luminous. Check out the pod this Thursday for the for for those sweet sweet <laughs> deets. This is the kind of podcasting that will finally get us that Peabody. Hashtag spoiler boys. Hashtag please retweet. <laughs> Hashtag please <laughs> retweet. Hashtag blatant <laughs> attempt for followers. <laughs> and uh, over over 58 followers. And send. Excellent. Excellent. So, as you know, dear listeners, it's still National Books Month. It's very it exciting. It is still. We got, a, we got 
one more, I guess, one more week in National Books Month. But for us, because we started a little late, we might continue it a little into August. Even though a little spillover. Everyone knows National Books Month is July. But, you know, July ends on a Wednesday. Our podcast comes out on Thursday. We might fudge the numbers there get another sweet, sweet National Books Month episode. So it is, of course, another installment of Book Boys, San Diego Comic-Con edition now. Um, SDCC. Hashtag SDCC. Hashtag blatant attempt at followers. Pete and I... Hashtag spoiler boys. As, as always, hashtag intellectual boys. Hashtag book boys. Hashtag attempt boys. Hashtag wait not distance. Hashtag shut um, up po' boys. Hashtag shut up po' boys. God bless. Uh, Pete and I were invited to San Diego Con, Comic Con as we are most years. Um, of course, San Diego Comic Con fell on chess day this year, so we couldn't make it. But, I mean, at this in this day and age... Everything that comes out of San Diego Comic Con, with the exception of, you know, some exclusive footage here or there, is pretty much immediately made available to the public at large. I mean, yeah, we all know everything that came out at that Marvel panel. There's some Black Widow footage that we are not privy to, but, like, well, you know, we get it. So we, we, we see the B-roll, so we saw it. There's some animation. Well, we actually that, see the dailies. Yeah, um, we, see the, mm-hmm. we see the dailies, so it's not... It's not that big of a deal for us. Um, we right because we're not Marvel. Boys, yeah, we're po' boys. We're, you know. we're po boys now. Are po boys part of the Marvel family? Yes. All that I will say is, wait until Eternals comes out. Just wait. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wait until Eternals you comes, surprise comes out. You have a big and surprise coming your way. Wandavision. Um, mm-hmm. When you get Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say you're in for some surprises. All right. Oh, yeah. There's some twists. There's some turns, um, at least from what I've seen from the dailies. Remember, um, right. it's not the, the whole product's not always going to be there. Um, they cut out things, um, here and there, like, um, in Black Panther, for instance, um, oh, he had, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's over it. Uh, Oscar, was in Black Panther um, as the white sidekick, but they he couldn't do a British accent, so they ended up um, just getting his character out of there, and then they replaced him um, Martin Freeman. Yeah, with Martin Freeman, <laughs> who had also been in other Marvel movies. But Oscar was like, "Listen, I'm Poe Dameron from Star Wars: Force Awakens, mm-hmm. Star Wars: Last Jedi. You're getting me in this movie, and it." Took a lot of um, twisting and turning and on, back on our end to get him into that, but yeah, he really burned off a big favor and just squandered it. Yeah, but you know, we were looking at the dailies and it was not a good product. His no. his British accent is uh, it's it's just his American accent. It's just his yeah. regular accent. Now, of course, he has kicked the hornet's nest of notorious Martin Freeman. And now Martin Freeman is gunning for the role of Poe Dameron. So we'll see how that turns out. All I'm saying is that trailer that you saw for Episode 9 Celebration might be very different come film time. Anyway, Star Wars, not a huge bunch of stuff going on there. Um, at San Diego Comic-Con, we talked last week about the Sith Trooper, which I guess was, you know, revealed, so to speak. It's a Red Storm Trooper. You get it. But they did have... The Lucasfilm Publishing Panel, which uh, announced, you know, some stuff for you readers out there and you comic heads out there. Um, And I was going to walk through some of that. 
get some get some hot takes going on some of the titles they released there. Um, I think the biggest thing, as far as I'm concerned, like my personal intake of of auxiliary Star Wars material, is they announced that friend of the pod, uh, Charles Soule, writer of Poe Dameron comic, that we did the uh, act amount of in an early episode. Oh, and, and um, author of Vader. Signing Pete's comic book. Right, Darth Vader as well. He just finished write, uh, writing a 24-issue Darth Vader series. Is going to write a four-issue limited series called Rise of Kylo Ren that comes out in December. Ooh, okay. It looked like, based on the image they showed, it looks like it'll be between eight and nine because it's got the cracked helmet. Well, I mean, just from the title, too, Rise of Kylo Ren. Yeah. That's true, yeah. So that comes out in December. That's four issues. You, Pretty excited for that. Do you want to guess the how image. many Knights of Ren are in it? I'm going to say one. Well, on the cover, the, or the image they showed, it was like six or seven, or there's a few. Well, I uh, should have let you talk for another 10 to 15 seconds. That's, uh, usually, uh, that's usually the case. I'm going to say now five or six. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Charles Soule has in his uh, Darth Vader comic, that he wrote. It takes place immediately after episode three, and it sort of goes into the founding of the Inquisitorius, which is um, a faction that shows oh, that's up really cool. in Rebels. Yeah, so he's got a little bit of experience dealing with those not-quite-Sith dark side users and stuff, so that'll be interesting. I trust Charles Soule to, to bring that home. I'm pretty pumped for that. There's also another um, Rise of Skywalker tie-in comic called Rise of Skywalker Allegiance, which I guess is a four issue, another four-issue series that bridges the gap between eight and nine. They don't really have a lot of specifics. One of the things they said was that Leia is going to approach the Mon Calamari, who used to be, you know, the, the might of the uh, Rebellion's navy, so to speak. So that could be interesting. Um, the Mon Calamari play a big part in the Marvel Star Wars comics universe. They come up a lot. Um, and they've been they've been a part of a few very big, very cool stories. So that can be exciting. It's written by Ethan Sachs, who I'm not familiar. I mean, I know the name, but I don't think I've ever read any of the books he's written. But the art is by Luke Ross, who I believe is the same guy who did the art for the Darth Maul miniseries written by Colin Bunn that came out a while ago that takes place before episode one. That, for my money, is one of the best Star Wars comics Marvel's done since they've... Um, reacquired the license that's cool they also just teased some covers from the main star wars comic book uh which i'm no longer reading month to month but greg pack took over right isn't that still a pre like still episodes four through six still between four and uh, five, four and five. Yeah. okay it's still but like after episode four it is getting to the point where like so much has happened in that comic that i'm like Yo, this is, you've had, like, five movies take place with two, four, or five. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wish they would. I get that they want Han Solo in it. So I feel like that's maybe the main reason they're not pushing past episode five. But Well, they could they could there. do that for between five and six, <laughs> where they just go to a panel, and it's just him and Carbonite still there. <laughs> no, I Meanwhile, think they in Tatooine. I think they should retcon it where Han Solo is unfrozen from Carbonite immediately after five and they rescue him. But then right before Return of the Jedi, he gets captured and frozen Carbonite again and brought back. It's interesting that you say that in these comics, they go to um, Mon Cala, where the Mon Calamari are, because Mm -hmm. 
I feel like in the books, they always go to Ryloth. Yeah, you've never mentioned this. And how I'm I'm a big <laughs> big um, proponent of hashtag Death Star kill Ryloth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I'd be really curious if the story group is like, all right, books, you get Ryloth. All right, comics, you get Moncala. Movies, you get desert planets. Because they, <laughs> yeah. they have these, like, common trends for all of that. Hashtag Death Star kill Ryloth. I'm just going to tweet that out, see if that gets anything going from our over 58 followers. Is it 59 or is it 65? Or is it 3 million? Um, and then, yeah, they, they showed some covers for the current main Star Wars book, one of which seemed to tease Chewbacca versus Darth Vader. So that could be something, you know. Um, and then on the book side of things, I didn't see anything huge novel-wise there was some Rise of Skywalker tie-ins, but nothing like Thrawn level, Queen Shadow level, Master and Apprentice level. Like I don't, I didn't catch any big novels coming out. I don't think, but um, like I said, went there. It was chest day. I was busy, but they released the the second big thing. Oh, Dooku, the Last Jedi that we talked about last week, is getting a print release. Oh, like an actual book. Should just wait for that. So we did, we did, that is happening. And then the, the second big thing for me is they released the cover of the Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary by Pablo Hidalgo. I'm always a fan of these. I have every one. Um, they come out the same day as the movie along with the soundtrack and the Art of book. So I usually pre-order all of them. I go to the movie Thursday night. Sometime on Friday, those show up and I spend the weekend, you know, listening to the soundtrack and reading the reference material and looking at that sweet, sweet concept art. And the rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary did not disappoint on the cover. Real big, very cool picture of Knight of Ren right there, front and center. And the Visual Dictionaries have little, uh, they're like reference books. So they have little indicators pointing to various facets of any given image. And like at one point in, uh, I think the Force Awakens one, there's one that just points out like Poe Dameron's like perfectly coiffed hair, mm-hmm. things like that. So there's you know these little arrows indicating on the cover, and we have uh, the the weapon of the Knight of Ren. I mean, there's a bunch, but the one on the cover is a a vibro scythe blade. Okay. So that's pretty cool. There's also in one of the corners there an image of a new Tie Fighter, the Tie Dagger which is a TIE fighter with just, like, straight-up triangle wings, which I believe was something that showed up in the concept art for Rogue One or Force Awakens. One How of is that different from the TIE fighters from um, Rogue, Rogue One? One? The TIE striker? Yeah. Those are, like, um, a plane's wings. Like, they, those are parallel to the ground. Oh, okay. Yep, These yep. are, like, a regular TIE fighter's wings, but just straight-up triangles. Apparently it's called the tie dagger, so that's pretty cool. And we get also there's um, uh, Jaina's weapon and energy bow, which I guess you probably could have guessed the name of that, but that's on the cover as well. I'm very excited for that. Uh, yeah, and those are those are the big things from San Diego. Do we Comic-Con talk about? Do we talk about um, the Star Wars Episode Nine book that's coming out? 
Oh, no. Okay, no, because no, I'm no. looking at um, just the, the hashtag Star Wars for San Diego Comic-Con, and there's mm-hmm. a picture that people are showing of Resistance Reborn by Rebecca Roanhorse. Oh. Um, and that right, is coming out November 2019. So I just assume that that's going to explain a little bit of background of what happened immediately after episode eight or maybe right before episode nine. Yeah. So yeah. And that's a, that's a full novel. So that's the big one that I was, uh, missing though. I think that was already, that was previously announced. Yeah. I would imagine it would have been. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's always any of these, Oh, bridges, the gap type things. They're always not, not a fan. They leave something wanting. Like they're not, they play the cards very close to chess. Like you're not gonna get any kind of huge insights into um, episode nine. Well, no, they they give you they give you a little snippet of characters that if you didn't know, it doesn't affect the movie whatsoever. So like the one I'm thinking of is the short novel series that they had for episode seven, like. Um, yeah, the aftermath ones. Not the aftermath ones, oh. um, like where they had the Crimson Corsar book, which um, explains oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Crimson Corsar is that like Crimson Corsair, Captain of uh, Whatever. Um, I'm the one that read the book, and well, I'm the one that oh had the. Oh my figure, gosh. So. Um, anyway, for those of you that um, don't re- remember, when Finn tries to leave the planet um, right before Starkiller Base wipes out um, the New Republic. Um, he is the red-looking thing that's, like... It's not a red-looking thing. He's a guy in a yeah, red Yeah, he's, like, a red-looking thing um, with, like, a chubby guy that has one leg. Oh, a Sith trooper? <laughs> Jump the hut? Oh, Crimson Corsair is going to be in Episode Nine. That's so cool. Anyway. He freaking um, But they just did, like, a 150-page story about him um, basically going on... It was, like, a mix between a treasure hunt and the movie Rat Race to find Dooku's treasure, which turns out to just be a clone that had been frozen because he figured out what Order 66 was and took out his um, his uh, order chip. So, like, you never really need to know that stuff, but I feel like this is probably going to be... That's true. It kind of explaining this little background. Like, maybe we see... Um, who's the Elo Asti type of character that... Because Elo Asti died... But there's right. one. I don't remember the follow-up guy's name, but he's up. To, he's he's on the Falcon at the end of it. Last yeah. Jedi. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It'll probably be like, oh, let's get his background, or, um, yeah. like, oh, let's look into the life of um the Porgs on the Falcon. Well, I, I would be okay with that novel. Uh. Yeah. So it's um it's one of those things. Um, like I personally am not huge into the no- I read the comics okay. I don't read them as m- I used to read everything Marvel put out comic wise for Star Wars. I don't do that quite anymore. But it's it's one of those things where it'll probably it tends to be, in my opinion, more for fans of like you just are into the whole universe of it. Like the the tapestry of the galaxy as a whole. And it does add into that kind of stuff. But if you're just like movies, 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 I I love these movies. It's not I don't think it'll necessarily you know, you might, you might, you might find it wanting. I tend to, but that doesn't mean you won't like it. I don't it, know why I'm going it, into it. It continues. Yeah. If you like a certain character, and you know that they're not going to be in the movie. So, for instance, like 
Ray and after episode nine, we're not going to see her until 20 years later when whoever takes over Disney, let's say whoever takes over Netflix, um, <laughs> is, you know, wanting to reboot that Whole Foods. Whole Foods. <laughs> no, Aldi's Aldi's and Trick. Aldi's mm, and Trader mm. Joe's will come back together yeah. and Trader, Trader Aldi's and the mega um, they'll take over Netflix and then uh, and they'll become the Tyrell Corporation. Yeah. So the books allow you to have a continuation of that character, a continuation of that imagination. So, like, we're going to talk about this yeah. in a couple episodes, but like Alphabet Squadron, which I just finished. Um Hashtag, hashtag book, book boys. boys, hashtag intellectual boys. That has Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels prominently in it. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to see what more happened with her after the little montage they did, not montage, um, epilogue they did at the end of Rebels, mm-hmm. then that's, you know, something worthwhile to do. Think of it, if you are a gamer at all, like uh, an RPG or something, like your Skyrim, your Fallout, and like if the movies are the main quest, I feel like sometimes the marketing for some of these tie-in books or tie-in novels uh, and comics boast them as like, oh yeah, this is the main quest, like this is part of the main quest, but they tend to end up feeling more like side missions, you know, for better or worse, which is all, all this is to say, that's you know, I don't read most of them, and on Book Boys, I tend to be the one who hadn't read it. But those are the books that are coming out. You may feel like, oh, that seems like mm, not a lot of Star Wars stuff for like San Diego Comic Con, and that's such a big deal. And shouldn't there have been like, I don't know, one more big, huge thing? And we are stepping out of line a little bit here um being hashtag bad boys and maybe even hashtag rude boys but look pete and i can exclusively reveal as we mentioned earlier we could not make it to san diego comic-con it was chest day um how to do his chest flies how to do inclined bench regular bench etc and because of that lucasfilm really wanted our take on it they really wanted us there so they briefed us ahead of time over skype pete and i when it wasn't chess day we sat down they showed us all their briefing materials everything they were going to announce so that we could have our takes primed ready i know what you're thinking hey isn't that cheating and then aren't your takes not quite so hot because they're like a little older than everyone else's well also the other thing too is how about that um wouldn't the ndas prevent us from talking about this and we'll actually bring him or her onto the podcast at some point. But our legal team is pretty good. I mean, we're making quite an impressive um, blitz of John Favreau's um, financial holdings. So we're actually willing to extend that to challenging NDAs as well. So we do have NDAs that we have signed, but we actually don't care because this is about you, the fans, you, the listeners. Right. So. When they briefed us, they announced to us this buzzword that was thrown out, I believe, at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, Project Luminous. They've been talking about it for months now, but they have been super scant on details. They have not told anyone what it is, but it's some strange secret 
upcoming project, presumably written project. It's supposed to be released in 2020 with five authors tied to it. Kevin Scott, Claudia Gray, Charles Soule, as we mentioned, Daniel Jose Older, and Justina Ireland. Pete, can you walk us through? So Kevin Scott, um, he did Jet, uh, Dooku Jedi Lost just recently. And then he did mm-hmm. the Star Wars Choose Your Own Adventure, which I'm not super familiar with. Um, Claudia Gray, mm-hmm. she did Bloodline, um, is the most notable one what I have read, read right? which is a book about yeah. um, Leia in between six and seven. If I were if I were gonna if I were gonna read another Star Wars novel, that one sounded most really okay. To me. Um, and then Charles Soule, we've already talked about that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, Daniel Jose Older. I had not heard of this person before, but I so I've listened to the audiobook of Last Shot, which was the solo tie-in okay. novel. Um, it's from it, it follows Han Solo, it follows Lando. It's three different time periods, all with the Falcon. And there's before the movie Solo, um, before A New Hope, but after Solo, when Han already has the Falcon, I believe, and then after Episode Six. Like Ben Solo has been born, but as a baby, um, and it's sort of one kind of sprawling, tied-in threat. Okay. Um, I was an audiobook. It's you know, it's okay, not for me. Like all Star Wars books, but yeah. Um, and then lastly, Justine Ireland, um, Lando's mm-hmm. Luck, which I haven't read, and then yeah, I'm not Spark of a, a Spark of Resistance, which is an upcoming book. So that. Okay. I might check it out because it provides some more into the that, you know, new um, trilogy um, universe. But those are yeah. those are the five people. Right. And so the five of these guys and they've been teasing it on Twitter. Charles Soule's constantly saying cryptic things about it. And, oh, you should see the name of our like email thread group. Blah, blah, blah. And like we're not telling anybody. But look, they told us. And then they said they were going to announce San Diego Comic-Con, and then they didn't. And I think that that's wrong, and I think they deprived the fans. And so Pete and I, I, look, our legal team, our accounting team, they're taxed already with this war we are in with Favreau. Um, you have any idea how much money we paid to Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes? Do you have any <laughs> idea how much it costs to do that? But it was worth it, quite frankly. Um, it's it's wrong, and so we're we're brave boys. Hashtag brave boys. Um, hashtag and write that one down and save for later. Hashtag brave litigation boys. boys. Yes, of course. Hashtag broke boys. Just kidding. There's always more money in uh, boys LLC. You can always just um, pr- we're print reveal. more money. That's true. It wouldn't be the first time. So, I guess the best way to frame this is. In the mid-90s or late 90s, there was something called Shadow of the Empire. And this was, um, I think, maybe slightly before the re-releases of the original trilogy. It was kind of part of a push to be like, all right, let's see where the public sentiment on Star Wars is. And it was a book. It was a video game. It was a comic book. It was action figures. And it was a story that took place, unlike the Star Wars Marvel comic, between episode 5 and 6. And followed Leia and Luke and a rival of Darth Vader's, Prince Zizor. Uh, boy, was he something. And a new Han Solo replacement character, Dash Rendar. 
and they like they literally did a score for it. It was this huge multimedia. It was everything but a movie. Big multimedia platform Star Wars story, and we can exclusively confirm that exclusively. is similarly multimedia platform. We're talking VR, we're talking toys, games, books. Um, do you have a phone with the ability to have an iOS app? There's an app. Then you're get ready for Project Luminous. It is the code name for Saber Buddies. Saber um, Buddies. Which is a multimedia platform thing. Uh, anthropomorphizes all the lightsabers in so the Star they... Wars saga. As we learned in Star Wars and Darth Vader's comic book that Charles Soule wrote, uh, they mentioned that to get a red lightsaber, Darth Vader had to make a regular kyber crystal bleed he had to hurt it and there's this idea that there's a force life in the crystal and it turns out it's more than a force life it's just a regular life and the lightsabers are actually alive and do have names and emotions yeah, and the names actually are names that you would be more familiar with just you know in our everyday life so like for instance yeah um, ahsoka's um one of her lightsabers names is carl um and mm-hmm. you know another one um, is just called Greg. Um, but when yeah. they talk about the living force and they say this in like all the movies, right? Living force, living force. Mm-hmm. It's all about, um, you know, be, have being a Jedi, being a Sith. That's your hubris. Um, the force is going to be here no matter what. Um, the Kyber crystals, that's a species. Um, and mm-hmm. you can now talk to a live kyber crystal that can feel can bleed can hurt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh i guess apparently most of these kyber crystals are in their mid to late teens uh and i have um some character breakdown information they gave us i mean look if we're revealing this we're revealing it all the way come at us lucasfilm um the main character go figure anakin skywalker's classic mm-hmm. blue lightsaber bluey, bluey. yeah Classic boy next door. Um, he comes from a good family. You know, they kind of chafe him a little bit, but he knows they mean I well. Mean, him and his dad have like a tete-a-tete kind of like, hey, I mean, Bluey's, rah, 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 and like Bluey's in the cave, thing. and he's looking out at the cave thinking, what's out there? Is there, mm-hmm. are there twin sons? Mm-hmm. He actually doesn't even know what sons are um, because he mm-hmm. is a cave boy, but... It follows Bluey. Right. It follows boy. Hashtag brave boy. It follows Bluey. Yeah, yep. Um, there's, of course, then, you know, if you have, if Bluey's a classic kind of all-American, like, hometown good guy, there is also the bad boy of the bunch, Greeny, who is Luke Skywalker's green lightsaber. And he, they kind of take their their cues from the Green Ranger and Power Rangers, who was a Green Ranger and was sort of a bad guy slash anti-hero with a big green monster. And then they made him the White Ranger. Um, they're not gonna make him the White Lightsaber, but like the Green, he's you know he's 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 an anti-hero. He's a rogue. He's very handsome, very handsome. Um, but he's he's got some inner well, demons. It's it's also he's definitely got some inner demons. And this is really something that's nice that Star Wars is doing is we've talked about how Star Wars is for everybody. 
You know, there are female character mm-hmm. leads now. There are people of color that are getting more. I mean, they should have more representation. But then they're also going back sure. to the beautiful people that also have their inner demons. Um, so they're mm-hmm. speaking to us yes. as two beautiful, swole, 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 swole. Beautiful people with demons, demons that are talking to us because like we look at Finn and we're like, OK, Finn, cool. You know, he's also a beautiful person, but we can't relate to him as much um, because Finn doesn't have inner demons. Things have just happened to him. Yeah, no, he has Finn no has inner demons no whatsoever. Inner demons. And Poe, po, does he have inner demons? Yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't. Like he has inner demons. Poe's a better um, example. Don't get me wrong; he's certainly beautiful, but I don't know. He doesn't seem like he has inner demons. Yeah. So, to, to my point, they are creating these characters that are for people like us—these beautiful, swole, chiseled people that have their inner demons. Hmm. Um, so those the, that's two of the character breakdowns, and then the last big of the, the triad, the main triad, is the uh, red lightsaber of Darth Vader, who is of course um, named Goober, and Goober's sort of the Phoebe of the group, um, sort of like a free spirit, like coffee shop, open mic. I can't believe you just times. made a friends like, reference. Let's do this. Yeah, uh, and that's Goober. Goober. Goober the red lightsaber. She's just kind of like very in tune with the force, very chill, very like guys surrender to the flow of time and like be here, be now. Um, have you read Joseph Campbell? You know, have you read Siddhartha? Uh, and brings that sort of energy to it. And then of course there are just dozens and dozens of other lightsabers. We got a brief glimpse of the dork of the group. Count Duke, who's weirdo, dorky lightsaber. Um, uh, his name was Nerdlinger, which I guess was actually his last name, but they use as his first name. So we got some, you know, we got to look at Bluey, Greeny, Goober, Nerdlinger, and then there's a bunch of other characters. And this is going to be like the main thing is these five um, five writers are working on a three volume encyclopedia that retells the entire Skywalker saga from the point of view of these lightsabers and just totally changes everything. I mean, we just told you who Bluey and Goober are, you know, the blue lightsaber and the red lightsaber. Well, what what are those characters feeling in Empire Strikes Back when Luke and Vader are fighting? And you have Goober and Bluey having to fight each other, but they they're not aggressive at all. What is Greeny feeling when he has to fight Goober? What are these characters feeling? And they're not a fan of it. And it is, they, they said it is an emotionally taught, um, traumatic retelling, but that it is a story that needs to be told, and it will totally redefine Think the saga. Fault in Our Stars meets um, Old School meets Mean Girls meets all of the Star Wars movies together. Mm-hmm. Meets Rashomon. Um, meets whatever that w- just was. And the cool thing is, yep. is we were just talking about this earlier in the pod of the books and the comics. You don't have to, you know, uh, consume all of that to get the basic gist of the movies. But these are going to go blow by blow of the Star Wars saga and providing a... Comp- and yeah. Pete means literally, blow. by the way, like in a lightsaber, every time the lightsabers hit the, each other, the, blow they'll go, by ow, blow. Or... Hey, yeah. <laughs> or 
Who Why? that? <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, like, when you see in episode two, when they're in the Geonosis pit, fighting off all of those um, droids... <laughs> it, like the, mm-hmm. that, pa- that page of lightsaber that page of name. text is gonna be like then blue is like wow badoop da take that droid mm-hmm. and then you know mm-hmm. green is like do you think these droids have names too yeah and so i mean i know i can feel the fans wondering like five authors what's up with that but then you think like that genosis arena you see all those lightsabers you think one author can handle that no they needed to bring in five and so it's going to be this three volume encyclopedia it is also going to be a vr experience um where you are able to get in quite frankly what looked like a sleeping bag um and put on a vr headset and you you put your arms and legs together and you can be a lightsaber. You are a lightsaber. You are bluey or greeny or goober. For those of you that are claustrophobic too, do not purchase this product because you actually Don't it's do it. it's going to say it says on the box that you need a friend with you because you are fully mm-hmm. immersed into this because you are basically oh, yeah. planking and it's up to you to move the lightsaber left and right for your Jedi for your mm-hmm. Sith. Yeah, make no mistake, this is um, a thunder shirt for a dolphin. That's a that's a terrible idea. You, that is a terrible you, idea. Well, we'll see. It looks, you know, what they showed, again, multi-platform, multimedia platform. Some of these platforms look stronger than others. The VR remains to be seen. The cartoon looked fun. Um, great voice cast. My understanding is Gilbert Godfrey and Ray Romano are doing all of the voices. So and they brought them out and for the Skype call we were on and we got to talk with them briefly. They said they were very excited to finally be part of the Star Wars universe. It was weird to hear Ray Romano excited. There's going to be toys. There's going to be toys of Bluey and Greeny and Nerdlinger and and Goober. And I guess the big thing they're really trying to push behind the books is a line of glow sticks that um, look like all the characters and they come in like a sealed opaque bag so you don't know what glow stick you're going to get and it's like a collectible thing and kids can trade the glow sticks and yada yada and they're going to come out with um, kind of an EDM influenced score that I guess the glow sticks go in tandem with have they have they um, have they announced they the have, like, um, little EDM person yet uh no no they were gonna bring them out and then they decided whoa, 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 wait let's not do that yet i don't think they had announced the edm person yet but i have it on good authority that it is a really twin. okay i mean well yeah that's so that'll, that'll be a be fun cool. speculation boys for us is who who will be will. the edm star that is attached to the project luminous um mm-hmm. project you know yeah, and this, which is a, as good a point as any to announce that, um, yes, this podcast is actually going to pivot. You know, we kind of consider ourselves a Star Wars Resistance podcast that just talks about everything else in the entire world while Star Wars Resistance is not. But uh, after what we saw, we're probably going to pivot and be more of a Project Luminous Saber yeah, Buddies podcast. I heard that it was a 45-episode first season. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Loomy Boys. L-O-O-M-I-E Boys. Um, With a Z. Okay. Well, you're doing that hashtag. I'm writing them down. Um, So, yeah, I guess that, I mean, speaking of chest day, 
feels like a weight off my chest. Um, it'll still be a few days. We're recording this early. It's a few days well, before this episode comes out. But I feel good about revealing this. I feel like we told a truth that the fandom needed. And listeners, to as hear. you know, with chest day, um, you're we're gonna feel it in the morning. So we are recording this. Um, yeah. And the consequences of our actions, we can only just hope that Star Wars knows that we have a, a great litigation team with us. So you actually can't come after us for <laughs> releasing these projects. Well, you, were, you were saying, I hope Lucasville knows, and I was going to say uh, that we had the best of intentions. <laughs> but then you, of course, said an expert legal team. <laughs> the best of intentions uh yeah so i i mean we are brave boys we will post this um i'm not necessarily looking forward to next friday morning and all the phone calls i will be getting but uh look that's the sacrifice we make for the fans that's the sacrifice we make for the poheads and we wanted you to know first what product luminous is you should have been told and i don't know why that they're not telling you and I guess this is also a good time as any to say that um, if Project Luminous is announced and it's anything but verbatim what we said in this episode, they panicked because we released it early and they changed it all. And that's canon. Yeah, well, this is Poe canon. Yeah, which is essentially G-level canon. Yeah. Which is basically IRL. IRL, RT. Re, re um, mm-hmm. Please RT. Lumi boys, cave boys, brave boys, bluey. Hashtag Green goober litigation boys. Winner. Hashtag Lumi boys, but whatever your weird spelling for it was. Mm-hmm. Hashtag swole boys. Hashtag sue boys. Because of yeah. law. Uh, we got going on this week. Um, I let's see what what do I have going on? Um, just. Your basic workouts, um, I have to consume a lot more calories this week for um, my run across the sun um, 10K, um, Mm. because there's a big heat wave in the United States, like 90 degrees. Yeah, freaking tell me about it. And I am going to be running um, on basically the Great Lakes, the beaches of the Great Lakes, doing a 10K um, with no shoes and, um, mm-hmm. no shirt. And the sun is just going to be, be beating on me as I, um, talk about, we'll, we'll be doing an interview too, talking about the different sun planets. Um, mm-hmm. so in e- yeah, all the different sun planets, um, just like these desert planets that, um, will be in this, there are in the star Wars universe. I'm going to be talking about them doing a little bit of an interview of like, you know, is sand different in different planets? Um, so that's just that. That'll be great. Yeah, that's my little PR thing that I'm doing to try and promote episode nine. Mm-hmm. What, that's how good. about you? That's good. Oh, I'll just be going back and forth over whether or not I'm gonna pick up any of these upcoming Star Wars comics they announced. Like I said, I used to read every Marvel Star Wars comic, but recently this past year. Um, I kind of roped in my pull list. I'm not buying as many comics week to week. I only am subscribed to like a few comics now. And so I've been waiting for the trade paperbacks to come out of these stuff. Um, and it can be, like I said, it can be real hit or miss with some of these lead in things. 
But I will say, similar to Darth Maul, the Darth Maul book, Five Issues, which is one of my favorites, um, Kelly Thompson wrote the Last Jedi tie-in comic book, which is another four-issue thing. It was Captain Phasma, and it followed the immediate aftermath of her escape from Starkiller Base, I believe, was how that went out? Yeah. Um, and again, so it, wasn't, it wasn't something that shed a bunch of light on Last Jedi. It's not going to prepare you for Last Jedi or warp your perception of it, but it was a really good book. I did actually really, really like it. I thought you were about this, to explain <clears throat> that it was a comic about how she escaped Episode Eight falling into that fire oh, no 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 uh, i'm actually writing that and uh that'll be out october 2021 yeah so we'll see i don't know so that's that's what happened in san diego comic-con that's what project luminous is um you're welcome and if you download this we have your ip address and we are going to contact you to be a witness in the civil case um lucasfilm v poe boys yeah and um if you want to Lucasfilm, um, we're not going to pick up the call. Um, you just send us an email, poboyspodcast at gmail.com. We'll re- poboyspodcast at gmail.com. Good Lord. Just, like, email us already. Yeah, just send us an email. whole email is just freaking Reddit. Yeah. Um, we got banned from Reddit. We don't use Reddit anymore. <laughs> just like, oh, you'll never believe what came up on Reddit. I don't care about Reddit. And- Reddit, email Reddit's us. dead. Email's a question. Like, TikTok is, like, the new thing. So. Yeah, I know what that is, too. But um, that's all I have, Josh. Yep, yep, that's all I got. You guys are very, very welcome. Later.